Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast, because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Supervalue GA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show we're going to be going through the Romar Energy Team of the Week, all the nominations you sent in through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and email even, a couple on email. So um, thanks everybody who did send in their nominations. We'll also be um, announcing our Ultimate Heat Pads Player of the Week from the Senior Championship Semi-Finals and the Kieran Service Station relegation uh, battles as well. As always, I'm joined by Paul Fitzpatrick, sports editor of the Anglo Celtic. Look through all the action. And even though, what have we got? A total of 10 teams involved. There's still a lot of nominations in for, for the, the team of the week. Yeah, there are a lot of nominations. But I suppose you had four, four teams that won quarterfinals in the senior championship. So their supporters are going to be very happy. Teams going into the last four of what is a close championship. You two teams that survived in senior and their supporters are going to be overjoyed. Obviously, had two went down as well. But um, yeah, I thought there was big interest this week. A lot of people getting in touch uh, with nominations. So uh, again, as we say every week, but it's a hard team to pick. Yeah, it is indeed. It is indeed. Um, okay, we start out in goals. Um, the nominations were Paddy Galligan or Patrick Galligan from Killigarry, Alan O'Riordan from Cavan Gales. Ronan Bannon from Gauna and Liam Brady from Ramo United. I was saying when I seen the four nominations, I don't think I've seen a week where I've had four players in goals that, that all played very well. You know, there there wasn't a whole lot between them, but it wasn't because they weren't great. They were all they all four had really good displays, like high catches coming in and 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 good on the high ball from Ronan Bannon. The set pieces worked really well for the Gowna kickouts. Thought Alan O'Riordan, his his range of kicking was brilliant. Whether he was lumping out long when Grode came onto the middle of the field, or he was picking the pockets that were that were left for the Gales defenders to run into. Um, I thought Liam Brady, he hit a few boomers, long range ones that hit nearly the far forty five that relieved so much pressure on Rammer United and kind of over kicked over a, a, an almost blanket defence. And then Paddy Galligan, under pressure, a massive save down to his, low down to his left hand side. Cat like reactions from the from the veteran goalkeeper. In fairness to him, he's in his in his. Uh, would you describe yourself late thirties at this stage? Ah, uh, mid to late. <laughs> mid to late. <laughs> what are you bringing me into it for, Donner? We're talking about Paddy Gallagher there. We're not. Why would, we're talking about Paddy, not not Paul. S- sim- similar vintage, um, <laughs> but four really good performances. Yeah, I suppose it's a testament to the fact that in the four senior championship quarterfinals, I think we had three goals. So right. you, you five keepers kept clean sheets there, I think. I think I'm right in saying that. Uh, in the relegation playoffs, well, we saw one goal in the Killigary game, was it? And yeah. three goals, I think, out in Lacken. Um, I think it was three. So 
Yeah, but keepers doing well. I mean, you don't get five keepers keeping clean sheets in a quarterfinal stage of any competition without some good performances. So it's difficult. It was difficult to, to pick, surely. So who do we go for? We went for Paddy Galligan because uh, you were there for the whole game. I was there for the last 20 minutes, but uh, over the 20 minutes I was there, he, d- he didn't put a foot wrong. I made, made one great save and you were saying he had a good game throughout. So close call, coin toss really, but, but Paddy gets the nod. So... Uh, well done to him. Good way to finish the season. Probably gets the nod for the simple reason. That save that I mentioned low down to his left-hand side, had that gone in, it could have been curtains for Killigarry because it all of a sudden would have heaped doubt on top of a, a group of players who hadn't... They, they may have pushed the doubt a little bit to the back of their mind, but it definitely hadn't been completely banished. And that save was so crucial in Killigarry st- say, staying up in senior football. So... I think for the, the 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 pressure in the situation and the importance of that save alone, he deserves the the the, the spot on the Roma Energy Team of the Week. Yeah. Okay. So into the fullback line, the nominations are David Car David Conroy, sorry, from Lavi, Stephen Cooney from Lara, John Fortune from Cavan Gills, Darren Shields from Mullahorn, Patrick Carroll from Balanya, Cormac Brady from Gauna, Damian Barkey from uh, Rammer United. Um, a lot of very good performances here um, Stephen Cooney an attacking cornerback Patrick Carroll for a lad who was meant to be injured he, he just seems to ignore injuries it doesn't really matter if his body is telling him not to run he's still going to run he's, he's, he's phenomenal there like I was seeing Jordan commentary on his black card his black card is a result of the way he plays the game that he will try for absolutely everything and if he thinks there's half a chance of him getting a tackle on you he's fully committed to get there and the black card was a result of him just being slightly late in getting there but I thought he'd, he'd a very good game Um Yeah I, I was looking at him the other day and thinking to myself it's a pity we, he, this fellow wasn't playing fullback for Cavan for a long number of years because yeah. he's so physically imposing but not to not, not to give any spoilers I don't think he's going to get in here no. It's, a, it's a tough week in the fullback line. Like you, you've seen David Conroy. He said he had a very good game. Uh, yeah, for, it was for Lavi under heavy shelling at times. Like, and he was it was real trench warfare stuff. And he was at times he was the last line of defence, and he was getting up and physically competing very strongly. He came out with a few balls, old fashioned fullback play kind of. And I was impressed with him. Yeah, and Darren Shields for me, I thought done a good enough job. Yeah. Connor Madden, like I know Connor Madden got three points, and he he will not to spoil everyone's. Uh, listening, but Conor Madden gets a nomination in the full forward line. But I, I thought Darren done quite well considering Conor was kind of on form, and 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 yet Darren, like Conor's point was phenomenal. And usually when you see him score, well, sorry, he scored three points. When you see him score that spectacular point, he he goes on and wrecks a game. On you know he he destroys people. He didn't push on from it that much either. Yeah, well, it's funny because you had the. So many players in that guy on the team are comfortable on the ball and sometimes they just didn't have to work it into the trigger man because yeah. there was lads able to stroke it over from further out the field. I did think Conor Madden was very good, but uh, I like Darren Shields. Yeah, he's, he's tall and um, good, good athletic frame to him. He looks like he's definitely going to be a big player for Mullahorn in the future. But um, the, the three we went for? The three we went for were Cormac Brady from Garnet, Damian Barkey from Rammer and John Fortune from Calvin Gales. I thought John had a great game on Paddy Rudden. Um, the matchup was suited him. It was a fellow of similar stature, physically, like two fellow, two very strong, robust footballers. 
uh, and I thought the two lads competed very well. It was a good, good tussle that, and I thought John did a really good job because Paddy Rudd is so important to Lara. I was just going to say that it was it was crucial because when Paddy Rudden's taken out of that Lara team, we've seen it in the past. It, they they missed that focal point in the attack, you know, and and I think that that John Fortune nullified the focal point in the attack, which was which was a big part of Calvin Gill's victory. You know, even when before Garod McKiernan came on, Calvin Gill's always looked like they just had enough to be ahead of Lara. You know, it looked like they were going to just get over the line. I think a big part of that was John Fortune. I thought it was a super display by by Fortune there, and and in in a crucial battle. So. Yeah, definitely deserves his his spot at number two. Yeah, uh, Damien Barkey fullback was phenomenal. Mark and Niall McDermott, two former Cavan under twenty one teammates, um, at opposite ends of the field. One of those are medal together ten years ago, and they were, I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Just an exhibition of defending. Yeah, he's a, he's a natural defender. He's he's hard as nails. He's, he's getting, back to his best, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is, and that's good news for Armour going into the last four. He was getting in hits. He was getting hands in. He wasn't fouling. Uh, mm. I thought he had a brilliant game. And then Cormac Brady as well. For a young defender coming up there with Garner and he's improving all the time. Very comfortable on the ball and a, and a defender as well, a natural defender as well. So he, like he's got a very bright future ahead of him too. The funny thing is on Cormac Brady, I was having this conversation with with a, 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 a player or a person who coached him, and he was saying Cormac was a corner forward the whole way through on their age. And it's only in the last couple of years that that he's been experimented as a as a defender or even as a a, a wing forward coming back and helping out defence. But how comfortably he slotted into that cornerback role without taking away from his game, like that he can go forward. Like the Gowna management and fairness have given freedom to him that when he has the opportunity, take that ball, go carrying it. Um, but like he was on Cormac O'Reilly and, and whether. He was injured or not, he's still Cormac O'Reilly, who's who's a an excellent footballer. But Cormac Brady had the better of him. So, for a seventeen or eighteen year old young fella, there, that's a phenomenal, phenomenal game, and and he's just getting better and better as the championship goes on. What's well, indicative of this young Garner team that they're playing sort of a total football style? Like, there's it's not old school football at all. Like, I would say the level of skill in that Garner team is on a different universe to what the old Garner teams that were winning. And they're like, they were good players, but this is a Garner team where, you know, cornerbacks are coming up, scoring goals and throwing dummies. This is a really skilled Garner team. It's not yeah. the old side. The old side of football used to be big man on the edge of the square, big stopper at six, two, two hardy lads cornerback. You know, maybe you'd have a bit of class in your wing back positions, but that was how, that was how defences were set up back then. It's a totally different game now. And so it's no surprise to hear that he played as a forward growing up because he's got those skills. Yeah, without a doubt. Okay, so the nominations for the halfback line on the Roma Energy Team of the Week are Kean Madden from Gauna, Kean Riley from Killigarry, Shane Mina from Lacken, Jack Brady from Rama United, Cormac Timoney from Balanya, Luke Fortune, Calvin Gales, Darren Jordan, Lavi, and Paul Kilcreast from Lavi. So a lot of good performers in that line. <laughs> we're starting to sound like a broken record here, Damien. Yeah, yeah. But they were really aware. Like we're talking about fellas that are comfortable on the ball, and like the half back line that we went for could could feasibly be a half forward line, no problem. I'd say. Um, yeah, we've seen them all play in attacking roles, and look, there was good performances throughout, throughout the, uh, the competition in the half back line. Isn't it indicative of of the way the game has evolved now again that? 
a, a lot of traditional forwards are ending up in the half-back line. So they're becoming the playmakers, the quarterbacks. We see the David Brady role with Bally Hayes, Jack Brady with, with Rama United. Now Kean Madden is operating that sort of role with, with Gauna. We're seeing playmakers, the best players on the field being located in the half-back line. Yeah, it's kind of like hurling that way where you put, you put like centre-back is nearly the most influential position on the field. That was always the way in Hurland. I think because when fellas came out with the ball in Hurland, they were, when they would drive it out, that's the kind of pocket that it would generally go to. It would be around the half-back line when you're coming out of the other team's full-back line because that maybe has changed a little bit now. But the centre-back in football has never been more important, I think. As a playmaker, fellas start attacks and the very best of them can can stop attacks as well. And like Jack Brady, we've, we've been heaping praise on him on the podcast. He's he's playing as good a football as anyone in the county at the minute. And mm. look, he's in at six there and, and fully deserving of it. Yeah, so at five, we went for Key and Madden from Gauna. Phenomenal display. Again, I, th- I thought it was, he's he's transitioned his game a little bit more that it, while he's, his, the most important part of his game isn't that he's a scoring threat, it's that he supplies the rest of the scoring threats um, for Gauna and coming from wing back. And I think that's a very subtle move. He still wears the number 10 or 12 jersey, but he plays as a wing half back. And the brother Tiernan then plays as a wing half forward who's who's constantly working up and down the field, getting back, helping out the defence, transitioning the ball. But the key in Madden, kick passing out of defence. We've seen a number of cases of that against Mullahorn at the weekend where find found spaces with, with good 40-yard kick passes, 30-yard kick passes. So I thought a really, really confident display by Key and Madden. And for a lad that was in on the county senior panel when he was 19. Uh, he may have dipped in form a wee bit, but he's producing the sort of form that he'll have to be looked at again soon, I'd imagine. Yeah, the, absolutely. Absolutely. Look at he was he was an absolute star on a on a minor team that was laced with stars. So is it the abilities there like and as you say, he's he's back to the form now that we that we know that he can the level he can play at. And his brother Tiernan's mm-hmm. not far behind either. I could see both of those lads playing with the county in the years to come if they're interested in doing it. Yeah, definitely. As you said, Jack Brady at centre half back. We 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 settled on that one. Like again, I think. Uh, oh, what was? Can you remember what Mickey Brennan's line on 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 Northern Sound was? He he said he said breaking ankles with the torns, but he said so <laughs> so dummies something like people bought bought milk and bread off. He said he said uh, he was sending defenders to the shop for bread and milk. That was it. That was it. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, brilliant. But he was he like he he definitely look. His goal was spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. He was unlucky not to get another one to come off the crossbar. Probably should have squared it across the the goal mark to give Rammer another goal. But even like everybody knows his attacking prowess and 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 what a success that has been for Rammer from the half back line. But I, I'm just loving his defending too. I'm loving the fact that he's settled into that role and, uh, and, and you know, just dispossessing, positioning himself well, intercepting and then transitioning the ball up to the other end of the field so quick. Like he's, he's, he's out of this world. He's a player that, for me, I, I really want to see him in a Cavan jersey again. Like uh, we've said about Fergal Flanagan, Jack Brady's another one of these guys that, that I still think there's enough in them to to uh, to see them give a, another wee shot to Cavan. Well, I, th- I think Jack has improved and he's beyond the age where, where you, you think players are going to improve. But this is 
this is the best football I've ever seen him playing. And I've always been a fan of his, but I think the Rammer management have to get a pat in the back because there was opposition to him playing centre back. Mm. But he's it's his position. I think I think if you when you see a player um in a, probably in his late twenties now playing his best football in a new position, you'd have to say that that has to be a factor in it. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to like I'm I'm thinking ahead, but in a semi-final against Calvin Gales, if Gerald McKiernan goes centre half forward, you know, what what does Jack do in that situation? Does he bomb forward as often as he normally would? Do the Gales tag somebody to cover the defensive end when Jack goes forward to leave Grod going uh, with more energy going forward? I, I I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what tactical ideas uh, Calvin Gales come up with to try to counteract Jack Brady because that's that's what's going to happen. Yeah, well, they, they came up with a great one in terms of the position of Grod against Casarahan. So yeah, look, Jack Brady's ears are going to be boring for the next week or two as the, <laughs> as the Gales think tank get together because look, if you're going up against Rammer, he's the man you have to stop at the minute. Without a doubt. Okay, and then in the number seven position, we went for Killigary's key and Riley. Um, I, I just thought when he started to come out in the final quarter, out towards the middle toward of the field and drive at, at Castle Ran, just when it looked like Killigary were wobbling, where you know they, they were they were dominating possession, but they weren't making account fully on the scoreboard. They, they may have got within a point at that stage after you know they scored three or four points um in a row or or to get themselves back within a point, but it it just didn't feel like they were going to get over the line. And it's just how Keane's leadership was exemplary. Came up drove at the Castran defence, created a goal chance, you know, just said, right, I'm I'm going to take this Kim by the scruff of the neck. We talk about leadership. It was absolutely superb leadership by Keen Riley. And I thought uh, he deserved his place at number seven. Yeah, fully agreed. Yeah. For the for the part of the game that I saw, he could have had a goal which would have won the game at that stage. They ended up getting one after, but yeah, I thought he was very, very good for the part of the game I saw. Definitely. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Okay, nominations then for the middle of the field. David Wright from Castle Rahan, Robert Maloney Derham from Cavan Gales, Enda Maguire, Rammer United, Thomas Galligan from Lacken, Shane O'Rourke from Lara, Connor Brady and Ryan Brady, both from Gauna, and Thomas Moore from Balanya. Um Few, few very good nominations there. I thought Enda Maguire was was going fierce well until he picked up that bit of a knock. It was a hell of a shoulder. Did you see it? No. In real time. Cormac Timoney, I think it was, coming in and and a a real physical hit. Now Enda Maguire wasn't ready for it, but it was well, it looked shoulder to shoulder anyway. Um so but it it ended his game, but I don't think he's too bad. I think he'd be all right now for the for the semi-final. But having a real good game. Shane O'Rourke, I thought when he came out towards the middle of the field, big performance from him. Ryan Brady and, and Connor Brady kind of controlled the middle of the field 
um, in Gowner's win over Mullahorn. I thought Thomas Moore, again, just shows that absolute class. Like, there, there's very few that are better ball strikers, mm. particularly from long range, than, than Thomas Moore. Like, Barry Riley is possibly the best ball striker in the country as he cleared up with us. Thomas Moore wouldn't be a million miles behind him. Well, I think Barry... And Ray Galligan. I, I put up a tweet saying Barry is the best ball striker in the county and I think you'd have to say Raymond is equal to him. The, those who favour Barry, Barry, it's his passing. But Thomas Moore is technically brilliant. Like both feet, as you always talk about the six kicks and he has all, he has all those and he might even have invented another Seven. one or two. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, br- brilliant. And he, he used to take a lot of frees and 45s off the ground. He doesn't take as much of them anymore. Probably maybe you've got McDermott and Shane Finnegan and the lads like that there now but his, his kicking is brilliant like he floated over some great ones yeah absolutely um, but they, I thought David Wright had a had a very good first half like all of Castle Rahan had faded completely in the second half but I think he scored two or three points from open play and got himself into great positions showed showed leadership there as well but the two we went for were two different players two different sorts of players I should say Thomas Galligan and Robert Maloney Darren we went for yeah. um, I was out in Lacken Thomas had a great game he, he just controlled him the disguise on kickouts really Lee Clark was playing the goals for Shercock and he was going long a lot of the time and he got stuck but uh, they got stuck back in their own half because they couldn't get the ball past Thomas a lot now Killian Clark competed very well with him but Thomas was just making a nuisance of himself on kickouts and he was driving at them. Heavy pitch. Uh, he was the one man that was really looked like the pitch wasn't dragging anything out of his legs. He was flying across the ground. So I thought he was very, very good in a big game. Had like he hadn't been playing great in, in common with a lot of Latin fellas, uh, but he really stepped up when he was needed there. And Robert Maloney Derham just his engine covered every blade of grass, got a point or two. As far as I remember, just mm. just had a had a great game. They were missing Gerald McCarran there, and he stepped into the team and, and did very well. Yeah, like they needed him either in the middle of the field because without Gerald there, there there would be question marks. Can Cavan Gale control the middle of the field? But the addition of Robert Maloney Derham has meant now with Paul Graham and even Luke Malai, they they've got options. They don't need to play Gerald in the middle of the field. And I think while he's a very different player. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's a very different player than Grode, obviously. But what he brings is is just a non-stop running, um, hard lines, both tracking back and driving forward. And he's nearly always there to support that half-forward line. Ball comes out of the half-back line. They receive it with the back-to-goal. Most of the time, it's Robert Maloney Derham who's coming off the shoulder, you know, and does the simple things so well. So delighted to see him back. Playing, playing good football. I still think there's probably actually another gear to go in him yet. I think he can, he can get better again. But um, that was a really good performance on Friday night by him. So, yeah. Okay, into the half forward line then. The nominations are Niall Smith from Cavan Gales with two points. Ben Mooney coming off the bench for Killigarry, having a real impact. Oshin Brady for Killigarry. Um, Paul Smith for Lara with five points. Two of them coming from Freeze. David Finnegan with two points. Uh, for Balanya, Ryan Donahue for Gauna with two points as well. So um, only the six nominations coming in for the half forward line. The three we went for though were? Three we went for were Paul Smith and Ryan Donahue as the wing forwards and Ocean Brady on the 40. Yeah. Outstanding work. I, I, I thought 
Paul Smith was the was the standout performer for Lara at the weekend. You know, really not just showing his scoring ability, three points from open play is is not an easy task against a, a Gales defense that looked on top overall, but his passing, you know, he's such an important part of Paddy Rudden's game. And he plays a lot of the passes in. And I, I don't think there was anything wrong with the passes in. I just think John Fortune had such a a, a, a tight hold of Paddy Rudden that is is uh, it meant they didn't always stick. But I just love I love the way Paul Smith. He's so comfortable off both feet. He's he's a nightmare for defenders. We've seen him. He's got a nice turn of pace now as well. So he's he's a player young enough that if he had the right attitude, if he if he wanted it, county football wouldn't be out of his reach. Ah, hundred percent, hundred percent. He's so classy. Um, I actually think I said this before. If Lara could unearth one more really good scoring forward, I think that's what they're what they're missing. Um, maybe Owen Cooney when he's fit might be that man. I'm not. I don't know, but. Uh, because they've got such a brilliant goalkeeper, they've got Jack McKenna there just causing chaos around the middle toward the field. Um, they've got Paul Smith that can deliver ball and make a hero out of anyone on the inside line. And if they had someone else in there to play off Rodden, they're as good as most teams in, in the county. Like There's only a handful of teams poss- that could possibly be the best of the rest outside of that big five and could even look to, to break into it. Maybe I'm overrating them there, but... Look, it's a big if you add a county forward and any team is going to prove them a lot but I think that's the area where they're just lacking a wee bit because a playmaker like, like Smith there is, is just super um, yeah. Yeah. on the 40 Ushin Brady had his best game in the championship yeah I, I, what I actually really liked about Ushin Brady's game was the persistence that he even when the chips were down and, and it looked like in that second half the first or the third quarter basically um he, he kept on going at Castle Rahan. He wasn't shying away from the battle. He just kept on, I'm going to get the ball. I'm going to go at you. I'm going to take his on. And eventually the dam broke. You know, it was, it was, it was death by a thousand cuts because Ocean Brady just kept on making dints into them. And even if the Castle Rahan defense didn't give away, eventually the, the accumulation of all those stopping uh, tackles on Ocean Brady took its toll and, and he finally broke through. And I think he was a key part along with Keen Riley. Um, in 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 Kiligary's victory, so great to see the two youngsters doing so well. Um, you know, Ushin Ushin had a tough enough season overall, um, ups and downs in it, but he definitely worked extremely hard, and, and he wasn't going to be found wanting for for his work rate against Castle Rahan and, and trying to keep Kiligary at senior level. So good performance by the by the uh, by the youngster at centre half forward. Then the final position we went for was Ryan Donahue. Um, he scored two points for Gauna at wing half forward. Again, I the more I see him play, the the more disappointed I am that he he didn't get a clean run with the under twenties with, with injury because he's just he's looking like a Rolls Royce of a footballer at the minute. He's high fielding, his kick passing, his point scoring. He he is an awful lot going from here, and and he's uh, he's playing out of his skin. At the minute, like the, he's playing as a wing half forward. He's wearing the midfielder's jersey, but he's he's definitely more of a half forward at the minute. Although with that kind of team, they chop and change those middle eight players so often that you can't really guarantee who's playing where all the time. But but Ryan Donahue, I think he's he's definitely he's shown in the past glimpses of what he's capable of, but consistency may have been a problem. Whereas now. The consistency is not a problem. He's after putting in four good performances in a row. 
Um, and I thought at the weekend, well deserved his position at wing half forward. Yeah, that's it. We had him on it last week. He's on it again this week by merit. Um, just showed his quality, stroking over lovely points, giving nice ball. And uh, as you say, Rolls Royce, like it's it's big stuff now for a fellow of his age to be playing this well in senior championship. So, um, if he can continue like this, there's no limit to his potential because this is the highest level of football that you can possibly play within the county, and he is he's excelling at the minute. So, um, yeah, what more can you say? Well done, Ryan. Yeah, outstanding. Okay, the nominations then for the Roma Energy Team of the Week full forward line are Jack Mooney from Kiligary coming off the bench. James Brady um, for Ramey United, five points. He got two of them coming from open play, I think. Uh, three frees. Yeah, she got six points in the end, um, but two from open play. Connor Smith from Kiligary, good performance, particularly in the final quarter. Jack Tully from Calvin Gales. Paul O'Connor from Calvin Gales scoring one, two. Shane Tierney from Lavi, Connor Madden scoring three points for Gowna, Paddy McNamee scoring two points for Rammer United, and Barry Riley from um Kingscourt completing our nominations. Um some some very good performances. Do you know it wasn't the highest score in full forward line week for the full forward line that we've seen by any means. It was quite low scoring. It was, yeah, it was. There was only one goal with them. Some look, I suppose you're getting to the business end of the championship and the um the earlier rounds where lads are scoring two seven two eight, it's going to be we're going to see less of that. Probably going mm. to maybe see things tighten up a wee bit. But the three we went for Damien was Paddy McNamee, Paul O'Connor, and Barry Riley. Yeah, I thought I thought in fairness to Paddy McNamee, uh, while he scored two points, he had his he had a contribution on the scoreboard. It was the stuff he did around that the the simple showing for the ball, the creating space for. The other players inside his movement is catching um while under pressure like he, he didn't have easy time of it um in there the Balinia defense were were, were 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 tough tight but I thought just then those little deft touches that I spoke about on the diehards podcast the little hand pass that just seemed to float into the path of either Brian O'Connell or Jack Brady I can't remember who it was the the flick up and the hand pass out of a dangerous area at the edge of the D when the ball was loose, you know, a lesser player bends his back and you're being smothered as you come back up again. He's just oozing class at the minute, Paddy McNamee. And I have to say, I'm, I'm really enjoying watching him. And he's adding something to a forward line that already had a lot. You know, Sean McAvoy was coming on and making an impact last year and he's causing problems. James Brady and Nato Cole were, were reliant for getting the scores. But now Paddy McNamee is another cog in that, already strong wheel so uh, deserve deserve that position um, 100% Paul O'Connor at full forward starting to roll back the years yeah well he always been a, a great goal scorer and a scorer of great goals and he got another great goal that has to um, got the ball in space on the right wing after a turnover high up the field from, from the Gales and uh, once, he, once he got it you, you thought net because that's all he thinks about a lot of the time. And it was a great goal. He he, he burned off a defender, cut along inside the end line and re- buried in the roof of the net. He finished up a 1-2. And I think he's he's absolutely key to this Calvin Gales team now. If they didn't have O'Connor, they're going to struggle to make the ball stick inside. Even though young uh, Jack Tully is playing well now, mm. but with Martin yeah. Donough, Shawnee Johnson retired, the ball mightn't be sticking inside as much. O'Connor gives them a real focal point. And like we saw, they had to put their own in full forward. Maybe, they, well, I said they had to. They opted to put Garrod in full forward against Castle Maybe that was 
it was because they identified a mismatch in height, or maybe it was because in in other games they had run the ball all day against Balinia and Crushlaw, they weren't able to kick it inside. Uh, but O'Connor gives him that option because he can win the ball as well. So mm. he was, I thought he was fully deserving. And then Barry Riley uh, scored five points, which is nothing new for him. Four frees and a mark, but his passing was brilliant. He almost set up what would have been a, an unbelievable goal for Barry Tully, which hit the crossbar. He sprayed around a couple of lovely passes inside the boot, off the laces. He was just picking out players, uh, running at full stride and, and popping the ball into the chest. And a couple of the frees he scored he, were just lovely. He scored them at his ease. So he probably doesn't, doesn't, uh, he does things that if another player did it, we'd be raving about him. And he does it, we're like, oh yeah, you know. Barry Riley did it again, but you just kind of get used to it, seeing his ball striking. So, yeah. It, I, it, and the other thing about Barry Riley is, I think if he wants that, he can he'll play on for years and years, because the way he plays the game, he's not reliant on explosive pace, or he's not reliant on huge power or anything like that that might diminish a bit as you get older. It's just vision and and beautiful ball striking. And I think that'll stay with him. He could play into his forties. I think. Yeah, yeah, I I I completely agree with you. All right, that he doesn't. It, his athletic ability isn't what makes him stand out where it is for most players. Um, but for, for Barry, it's, it's, it's all about his speed of thought and speed of execution. And his, his and, speed of thought on Twitter is good too. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very good. Probably the, <laughs> the most fantastic man around. You know, the funniest thing he ever put up. <laughs> the funniest thing he ever put up on Twitter was he had an unbelievable game in the county final. It must have been the drawing game last year. Obviously it was on RTE and, uh, I think it was Fergal Tully tweeted him, tweeted that night and says, like, Barry Tully's milking, or Barry Riley is milking 200 cows, wherever it is. So, um, if he, something like, if, if, if he can come and do that for Cavan tonight, I'll go and milk, milk his 200 cows for him or something like that. Next morning, a half seven, Barry puts up a picture of the, the milking machine. He goes, No sign of you here this morning, Fergal. <laughs> 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 yeah, absolutely brilliant. He's 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 a joy. Spike, what, what Pike? And that was his Pike, tag on, yeah. on 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 Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Get 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 following Barry for if you want some good sarcastic entertainment. Anyway, so um, yeah, look at absolutely absolutely brilliant full forward line. So just to recap, the Romar Energy Team of the Week for Week Six is uh, Patrick Galligan in goals from Killigarry, a full back line of Cormac Brady from Gowna. Damien Barkey from Ramey United and John Fortune from Calvin Gales. Half-back line of Kean Madden from Gowna, Jack Brady from Ramey United and number seven is Kean Riley from Killigarry. In the, half, in the middle of the field, sorry, it's Robert Maloney-Derham from Calvin Gales and Thomas Galligan from Lacken. Half-forward line is Paul Smith from Lara, Ushin Brady from Killigarry and Ryan Donoghue from the Gowna Club. And in the full forward line, then it's Paddy McNamee from Ramey United, Paul O'Connor from Calvin Gales, and completing the lineup, Kingscourt Stars, Barry Riley. Um, okay, so time for the Ultimate Heat Pads team, or sorry, player of the week. This week, Paul, because we're running out of time, we went for Jack Brady. Absolutely outstanding display. Yeah, brilliant, just... brilliant. We've been raving about him on the, on the podcast for a good while now and I think he's fully deserving of the player player of the week award yeah without a doubt so we will be uh, posting up all the images of our players of the week we got the, the vouchers out to all five so far over the weekend gone by so uh, they'll be up just like and share them if you don't mind folks if you get the opportunity and we'll be meeting up with Jack over the next few days hopefully to give him his 
Player of the Week award, but thoroughly deserved an outstanding display by him against Balanya in Rammer's victory in the quarter final, bringing them into a semi final clash, which I know they've been looking forward to trying to get a, a, a belt at Calvin Gales again after last year's quarterfinal defeat so uh, we'll be looking forward to that don't forget folks later on in the week we'll be previewing all the action coming up in the McAvoy Super Value Intermediate Football Championship semi-finals and the Michael Fitzpatrick Architects Junior Football Championship semi-finals we'll also be looking back over the ladies senior football final we've reaction from the victorious Crucialaw team um, as they got the better of Lorgan and uh, we'll be looking back over Trumgoon's victory over Lara in the junior final in that as well so don't forget to stay with us on patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin for all that action and uh, very very soon folks we'll be bringing you a new podcast on our Patreon service as well little sorry not a little less to do with football nothing really to do with football sometimes football comes up in the conversation but um, we have a, a string of really exciting interviews that I'm sure people will be um, looking forward to hear. So that's all over on patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin. And Paul, it's only a five or a month. Sure, look, you couldn't even get a pint for it these days. Look, where would you, where would you be going? Where would you be going? Paul, thanks a million. Thanks, David. Thanks, folks, for listening. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. Yeah. Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe, and it's over the lap, and Kevin are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Kevin! Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah! Hurrah, yeah! <laughs>